Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. More than four months away from the end of the fiscal year, seven Republican senators are warning against the threat of a government shutdown. They say they're wary about another last-minute budget deal. Last weekend, President Trump tweeted that if a deal isn't struck by August, Congress should skip its recess and double down on negotiations. The senators say they're willing to work nights and weekends to reach an agreement. Senate Intelligence Committee ranking member Mark Warner is not impressed by a plan to shrink the government's security clearance backlog. The director of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center tells lawmakers agencies have a plan to cut it by 20 percent within six months. Senator Warner says the plan was less ambitious than it was billed in earlier talks. The government currently has a backlog of more than 700,000 cases. 22 years after creating CIOs in every agency, another attempt to give them a seat at the table. President Donald Trump signs an executive order yesterday to try to address systemic challenges for agency chief information officers. The EO requires agency heads to make sure the CIO reports directly to them. The CIO would be the main advisor for all budget, management, policy, and programmatic IT issues. And the EO would give CIOs direct hire authority to fill critical skill gaps. Senior administration officials say the executive order is part of an effort to build institutional capabilities to drive IT modernization. I'm Jason Miller. The National Security Council is eliminating the cyber coordinator's role, and two Democratic lawmakers want to bring it back. Congressman Jim Langevin and Ted Lieu introduced the Executive Coordination Cybersecurity Act to codify the position and give it specific authorities. Rob Joyce held the position until last Friday before returning to his home agency of NSA. Politico first reported the decision by National Security Advisor John Bolton. A new cybersecurity strategy is unveiled by the Homeland Security Department. DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen says the department is rolling out the strategy seven goals today, strengthening and protecting federal networks, responding effectively to cyber incidents, and improving DHS's own cyber management are among them. DHS says it will have improved national cyber risk management by 2023. The Defense Information Systems Agency's Mill Cloud is about to get a lot of new customers. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. In a memo, the Defense Department's Chief Information Officer ordered DOD agencies that collectively operate more than 100 of their own data centers to start moving their applications to Mill Cloud 2.0. The directive includes a deadline of September 2020 and includes so-called fourth estate organizations like the Defense Logistics Agency and the Defense Finance Accounting Service. Mill Cloud 2.0 is DISA's latest cloud offering, operated by a private contractor inside the agency's data centers. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Veterans Affairs Department designates 18 facilities across the country as whole health flagship sites. These facilities are designed to help veterans take control of their own health care decisions and change how VA thinks about treating vets. VA says it wants to focus on treating a veteran's physical, mental, emotional, and environmental needs, not just a specific disease or condition. Other VA facilities will focus on implementing specific elements of VA's whole health system. Parking in the city can be expensive, but the VA's Los Angeles medical campus may have gotten the worst deal. The owner of a parking lot operating business pleads guilty to participating in a 15-year bribery scheme which defrauded VA out of over $13 million. The Justice Department says David Scott paid nearly $300,000 in bribes to a VA contracting officer to hide the amount of revenue he was making from parking facilities at VA's LA campus, therefore decreasing the amount he owed VA. The Commerce Department expands its partnership with libraries to bring the Patent and Trademark Office closer to the people. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. USPTO adds the public library in Durango, Colorado, bringing the nationwide total to 86. The designated libraries are called Patent and Trademark Resource Centers. They give free help to local residents in locating documents, accessing PTO databases, and navigating the PTO website. The library program isn't new. It started in 1871. It includes college, state, and local public libraries. 
I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.